0: You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. Here's one of my new favorite quotes, and it's by Byron Katie. When I walk into a room, I know that everyone in it loves me. I just don't expect them to realize it yet. It makes me laugh. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. Wow, we are just about two months into 2019. How is it going so far? Now is about the time we start to have a reality check on how we are doing in regard to accomplishing our goals. Personally, I've had the reality check in regard to some of the timelines I set for my goals. It's not that I cannot accomplish my goals, but I came to realize there are several things I need to have in place before I can really dive into the specific goal. That's not a bad reality check, but it's a reality check nonetheless. Recently, I had the opportunity to be interviewed by Mark Taylor of the Education on Fire podcast network for his Learning on Fire podcast. One of the questions he asked me was in regard to advice I would give my younger self. I gave a concise answer on his show, but his question got my mind going, and before I knew it, I was opening a Word document to capture all the things I wish I knew and understood and lived when I was younger. What stood out for me, and I shared this on the Learning on Fire podcast, is that this is the same advice I would give myself today because these are things I know but need to be reminded of because I can fall back into my old patterns. The mind has a negativity bias. To rewire the brain, we have to consciously put our aha moments into practice and set reminders. I'm sharing these with you just in case you want or need reminding as well. Here's what I would say to you and my younger self. Let go of the beliefs you have about yourself that don't serve you. Embrace the beliefs that strengthen you and motivate you to go after what you want. I had so many beliefs about myself that kept me from speaking up, setting boundaries, taking proper care of myself, you name it. There was a whole slew of things. I get that it's hard to see there is a belief that may be causing you to act in a way that is not serving you, but what you can recognize is how you feel. And when I say feel, I'm referring to physical sensations as well as emotions. Our bodies are tremendous communication devices, and your body is constantly talking to you. And its messages range from letting you know you made a good choice to letting you know to never do that again. (laughs) Regularly, Be still so you can sit with the physical sensations and the emotions that arise from your body. If you are not experiencing peace, joy, and love, something is missing or you are looking at things incorrectly. Really get to know yourself so you can make choices that will bring you more frequently into the experience of love, joy, and peace. Next, Don't waste time trying to please everyone and make sure everyone is happy and unbothered. Trying to please everyone usually makes a mess of things because no one thing makes everyone happy. In your effort to please those who are or would be unhappy, you're going to upset others. Your job is to do your best and make the best decisions for you and those you are responsible to. Some people are going to be disappointed and you want to hear people out. But someone being disappointed is not necessarily an indication that you made a bad decision. Often their disappointment only has to do with them, and that's their stuff to deal with. Also, trying to please everyone will attract people to you who will appreciate you for what you do for them and not for who you are. Next, you are the only one responsible for your happiness. If you become unhappy by what someone else says or does, recognize that you burden them with the responsibility for your happiness. Do the things that make you happy. Resolve or remove the things that make you unhappy. This sounds selfish, but oftentimes what makes you happy is providing opportunities for others to find happiness, and that's not selfish. Just don't expect that other people become happy because you are providing this opportunity. If you do, you will again be burdening them with the responsibility for your happiness. If providing opportunities for happiness makes you happy, do so and let go of the outcome. They'll be happy or not, but you'll be happy for doing what makes you happy. And this leads to the next logical idea on happiness. Your happiness does not come from the outcome or result. It comes from the action Living in alignment with who you are will make you happy, and you can choose to be happy with the result or not. Rarely are we in control of all the ultimate results, so why bank your happiness on that? And if you still feel like you're making yourself happy is a selfish act, what makes you think other people don't want to see you happy? In fact, isn't that what we all want? We want everyone around us to be happy? So if they're pursuing things that make them happy, great. And you pursue the things that make you happy. Next, there is nothing you need to do to receive love. You are lovable just the way you are. Here's one of my new favorite quotes, and it's by Byron Katie. When I walk into a room, I know that everyone in it loves me. I just don't expect them to realize it yet. It makes me laugh. (laughs) You are lovable just the way you are. Some people aren't capable of seeing it yet. That doesn't make you any less lovable. Again, whether or not they recognize that they love you has more to do with them and their state of mind than it has to do with you or your ability to be loved. Give people opportunities to love you. Speaking of loves, let's talk briefly about Text Expander, my ongoing love. Copy and paste is an inefficient way to keep track of the things you type again and again. Text Expander makes you more productive by taking care of all of those words and phrases for you. TextExpander works in all your apps, so you can use it everywhere like Microsoft Word, and Excel, Adobe Illustrator, InDesign, and Apple's Pages. All your snippets are available everywhere. TextExpander updates new and edited snippets between your Mac, iPhone, iPad, and Windows PC instantly. Spend less time typing and more time doing what you really want. And you can find free snippet groups for job recruiters, freelancers, airport codes, brand names, and more at the TextExpander website. And you don't have to work alone. TextExpander for Teams lets you manage and share snippets with your coworkers or the entire company. You can stay consistent and stay accurate with TextExpander and save yourself tons of time go to texexpander.com forward slash podcast and select women taking the lead from the dropdown list for 20% off your first year. Again, if you'd like 20% off your first year, go to texexpander.com forward slash podcast and select women taking the lead from the dropdown list. Okay, back to what I would tell my younger self or you if given the opportunity. How people interact with you says more about them than it does about you. You're going to hear me say this time and time and time and time again. This is something that I feel is ingrained in me, but again, the reminders are great. This I originally got from the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. The particular agreement this refers back to is take nothing personally. Have compassion for those who dismiss, disrespect, or mistreat you. They are in pain. I can't say this enough. If someone is being anything but kind to you, they are in pain. Also, there are those who withhold information or manipulate to get what they want. They don't believe that they can openly ask for what they want and receive it. They live with lack and sadness. They don't need your judgment or anger. They lash out at themselves. Leave them in peace and know that what they do Has nothing to do with you. Next, nurture your relationship with God because it is the relationship you have with yourself. There are many versions of God out in the world. Depending on who you believe, God ranges from being judgmental and angry to an impartial judge to being an unconditionally loving parent. You don't have to believe any of that. In fact, I encourage you not to believe in any image of God you find out in the world. You don't find God there. To find God, you have to go inward. I encourage you to talk to God constantly and listen. Really listen. In these conversations, you'll discover what God really is and what you really are. You'll find they're one and the same. And when you're able to see God within yourself, you'll see God in everyone else as well. Next, the truth will in fact set you free. Tell the truth always. It's not worth it to tell lies or withhold the truth. It's not to say you have to be hurtful. You can be honest and kind at the same time. In fact, as Brene Brown wrote in her book, Dare to Lead, clear is kind. Unclear is unkind. Don't stay stuck in, I don't know what I think, or I don't know how I feel about this, or or why I feel this way. Those statements are indications that you're resisting the truth. Get clear with yourself about what is true and then clearly communicate it. I often hear my clients say something along the lines of, I want to tell this person XYZ, but I don't know how to say it to them. And I reply, say it to them the way you just said it to me. You think you have to couch and soften the truth, but if you are being honest and coming from a place of good intentions for yourself and for the other person, you can't do it wrong. Hiding the truth and telling lies is so detrimental to your own self-worth and well-being, it's not worth entertaining. Tell the truth. Always. Lastly, you don't need to do more to achieve your goals and be more successful. You need to do less. It's about changing your mindset around work so that instead of taking massive action that produces a few results, you are taking key actions effectively to produce greater results. For instance, and this is a business example, so pardon if you're not in the business world, would you rather make a 100 cold calls to set up two meetings with prospective clients Or would you like to have an enjoyable coffee date with two connectors in your network who could introduce you to four prospective clients? Making 100 cold calls will certainly yield you some results, but you're going to burn a lot of time and energy to yield those few results. This example applies across the board in your life, in many areas of your work, health, finances, relationships, you name it. A lot of times taking massive indiscriminate action doesn't get you very far. You think you need to work really hard to get what you want, and it's not true. This is precisely what my accomplished coaching system is based on. The process I take you through starting with the energy leadership assessment gives you the awareness to identify all the areas where you are working too hard with little result. You then have the ability to make changes internally and externally to free up your time and energy all while gaining greater results. It's why I'm so in love with the work that I do and so grateful that having learned this lesson... I can then share it with other people. So if you'd like to get to know yourself better and find out where and why you're working so hard with little effort, you can go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash assessment to get started. Again, it's womentakingthelead.com forward slash assessment if you're interested in finding out more about that process and taking the leap. Okay. There is tons more I'd love to chat with you and my younger self about, but I'm going to leave it here for now. As always, I hope this was of value to you, and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me and here's to your success.